Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And this week, we are talking about whether or not we should break up. Not us, <laughs> not our relationships, <laughs> but in general. <laughs> yes. Which will be fun. Before we do that, Jordan, how's it going? Good. Um, This week was my first week back at work after winter break, mm-hmm. and it was good. We got a snow day, my first oh, teacher nice. snow day. That's so exciting. So that was very exciting. Yes. How did you spend it? I read a book cover to cover, and it was so nice. Just to oh, like, that's so fun. Yeah, be under a blanket, watch the snow fall. But you probably had the same issue, like being in an apartment and mm-hmm. having to wait for people to come, like plow you out. Mm-hmm. So we are in like an HOA, so people come shovel mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, if you're not from Minnesota, we got like a pretty good snowstorm last week and it lasted mm-hmm. for like 36 hours yeah, so we got 15 inches here, yeah it was nuts crazy. um but anyways i was coming home from work on tuesday which is when it was starting and our street right outside of our house was so bad and car after car after car was stuck and then finally oh, i got no. stuck literally no. right outside my driveway i was so close oh, shoot yeah, and I get stuck, and Alex comes out, and then there's a neighbor, like, right across the street. She is also stuck in her driveway. No. So she comes and helps get my car in, and then I help get her car in. And this took, like, almost two hours. Oh, <laughs> it was my. It's like, like we're back in Eau Claire again when we had to do that it, that's all the exactly time. That's exactly what it was reminding me of. It was totally oh, like that. Because literally, we got both of our cars unstuck, and then the mailman got stuck. Oh, and we, of course. of course, like, helped the mailman out. But anyways, so many cars were getting stuck in that area, I think because it was a sheet of ice and then, like, snow on top of yeah. it. So it's just a really bad mix. So people just left their cars stuck <sighs> Which in makes the road. it so much worse. And yes, that's so dangerous. Then the plow couldn't come through and it snowed another like foot on top of oh that. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> so then like it was even worse of people getting stuck. So luckily Alex works from home. I had a snow day. So we just You're perfect. dated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. But at like... 9 p.m. someone's knocking on our door and it's our neighbor and he's like there's a lady an older lady stuck in the road will you help me get her out and she was close to 80 there's no way she could have like gotten her car out so we're helping her and anyways I don't know why she was out driving because she only has one leg and she oh didn't bring gosh. her cell phone with her. Oh, yes. my goodness. Okay. Yes. Don't go out. Not right <laughs> <I> now. <know. gasps> so we're, like, calling her husband, but he's well into his 80s, so he can't, like, help. And yeah. It takes us forever to get her out. And she's like, 
I just would love if, you know, someone made sure I got home safe. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Alex and I get in her car and once it's unstuck and go home with her. And she's like, I promise I'm just right up the road. Oh. She was not just right up the road. <gasps> she was like all the way around the neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. So oh, have you ever met this one before? Was that the first time? That was the first time. Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> I met a lot of my neighbors this I'm week. Sure helping get cars unstuck. I remember one time we were doing that at Eau Claire, and I was, like, mm-hmm. trying to dig myself out to go to my internship. Mm-hmm. And then our downstairs neighbors were also digging themselves out. And Nick was here, like, helping us dig each other out because <laughs> I think he was parking there that morning. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else in the driveway had also gotten stuck. And I don't know how it happened, but Nick, like, ended up digging my car out first. Uh-huh. And then the rest of us, like, everyone else was just, like, girls. And they're like, well, can you do our car? <laughs> and I'm like, we're like, we both have to go. And I was like, everyone just get in my car. I'll drive you. And it's like oh, all these people that I, I didn't know. Uh-huh. And then I was so late to work. And I was like, well, at least we all yeah. got there. Right. But we had that same thing. And we haven't touched our car since we left on our trip. And so mm-hmm. it has just been sitting there. And since our apartment complex is so new, they still haven't figured out the whole plow situation the shoveling situation and so our car was like literally had 15 inches of snow Mm -hmm. piled on top of it piled all around around it it. yeah Yeah. and somehow nick got it out yesterday morning he just let it sit there and run for like Mm -hmm. a half hour but it's really funny that you were talking about plowing people out because right yeah. as I was getting home I just ran a target before we did this yeah and a guy was like trying to get his car out of uh. the thing too and so I'm like it's okay we're gonna help shove you out and mm-hmm. it just becomes a bunch of teamwork in the I know I feel like here. that's where the phrase Minnesota nice comes from mm-hmm. because we, we all have to just help each other <laughs> help each other dig out our cars oh goodness yeah well that's fun well I'm glad you got the snow day and I wanted to ask what book did you read on your snow day um, it was called Beach Read. Okay. I feel like it, I've seen that one. Yeah, around. it was good. If you, like, have a l- list of books to read, I wouldn't, like, prioritize it, but mm. it was cute. Yeah, that's good. I, it's funny because yeah. I actually did that today. This morning we had nothing going on, and yeah. I, I, I didn't do cover to cover, but I was, like, maybe a fourth of the way through yeah. and just finished it. Um, And I had the same feeling. It was Okay. Yeah, what book was it? It's called Reckless Girls. Okay, that's a Colleen Hoover one, isn't it? No, this one is... Oh, Oh, is it it Lisa Jewell? I think so. She wrote another... um, Watching You. Yeah, she's wrote a couple of those, like, mystery type Mm -hmm. ones. And it was pretty good. It just... Like, I I did like it, but it just... Mm-hmm. I think I'm just, like, Colleen Hoover, her books are always so satisfying, mm-hmm. usually. And then I read a bunch of Colleen Hoover books, and I just read this one, and I was like, mm-hmm. want to know a little bit more about it. Yeah. But. I feel that way about the Watching You book that she wrote. I was like, eh, it was mm-hmm. good, but it wasn't great, so... Yeah, I don't remember that one. That's I think one. she also wrote... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's the one where, like... um. The neighbor is watching the neighborhood from his window when he finds out there's, oh. like, scandals going on. Okay. she. I think she wrote another one. I I want to say, like, Behind Closed Doors or one of oh, the Oh, I've heard ones. that one. Or one. I don't remember which one. 
I don't remember. I'll have to look. It, it's it's yeah. literally on the cover, the other one that I read of hers that I thought was not too bad, but I just literally can't remember it. But yeah. that's okay. <laughs> um, And you got the Goodreads app. I did get the Goodreads app, and it is so fun. Yeah, I, I love it. I, it's really hard to find people, though. Yeah. Like, to make friends on it. So I wish they could fix that issue and I could have, like, a bunch of friends on there and see what everyone was reading. Mm-hmm. I think but that would be really fun. You're, you and my mom are my only friends. <laughs> you're my only friend. <laughs> on the app and in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You and my mom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, we, like, Be Real does a summary of your yeah 2022 year. <laughs> recap and it was so cute because Alyssa and I both got one saying you mine said Alyssa Haglin is your soulmate or Alyssa Brickner is your soulmate and yours said Jordan White is your soulmate and I was like yep oh, when I saw much. that I was like okay be real you've got it have you seen I think it's the guy who created be real his tiktok uh-uh it's kind of funny. He posts a lot, so I, like, every once in a while, one of his videos will come up on my screen, and it's, like, he's just a very, I don't know, some of his videos he's made is really funny, just talking about Be Real. I should look him up, because I like um, seeing people, like, putting faces to... Yeah, and I think he's out of Europe. I think it's... Oh, really? Where it started. Yeah, I thought it was a huh. U.S. Me too. I thought somebody in the U.S. started, but he's over in Europe. I think, at least I'm pretty sure, or at least he's on the Be Real team or okay. something. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Should we get into the should we break up stories? Yes, I think we should. So the way that we're going to start today is we're going to do like a quick fire. Like here are just some like quick little reasons of is this worthy of a breakup or not. Mm-hmm. And then at the end here, we have some different advice write-ins that we will give advice for for whether or not it's a relationship worth saving or if you should move on to something else (laughs) yeah so do you want to read the first one we fight all the time thoughts this one's tricky because i don't think fighting all the time is like the sole reason to break up with somebody Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's typically an issue that you need yeah. to get the rid of to understand mm-hmm. whether or not you need to break up. You know, yeah. like, are you thinking or are you fighting about the same thing all the yeah. time? Or are you fighting about different things? Or do you just truly, like, don't agree on anything at all? Yeah. And I'm curious how we're defining fights. Because if it's, mm-hmm. like, screaming and, like, really toxic, unhealthy, yeah. yes, that's, like, a breakup. Mm-hmm. But if it's just, like, disagreements and then you're working through them and then you feel good afterwards, then I don't think that's a huge issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point because, like, if you're just bickering every Mm -hmm. once in a while, that's not a big, like, everybody bickers and Mm -hmm. has a disagreement every now and again. But I think you're exactly right. Like, if it's a screaming match and you're fighting, fighting, that's... You got to figure out what the issue is there, you know. All right. What's our next one? Um, If you feel like you have to act like a different person around them. Oh, yeah. Break up. Yeah. Because one day, I mean, the goal of, I think for most people, the goal of dating is to 
get married or move in mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And if you have to be a different person when you're around them, then that's going to be not possible when you live together. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was thinking when I was thinking about this, it's it's unfair to you because you mm-hmm. can't truly be yourself or it seems like you're you can't truly be yourself around them mm-hmm. but it's also pretty unfair to them if you're not being who you actually yeah. are and then say you do get engaged or you do get married and then you know you can't just hide who you are forever mm-hmm. they're going to figure it out and then it's like oh my gosh we're we don't you know you're, yeah. you're not who I, I thought you were um you know, I, I think, like, another way you could look at this, too, is, like, it's one thing, too, if you, they make you want to become a better person, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't have to hide, like, who you truly are, Yeah, you know? Like, I think it's healthy in a relationship for you guys to, like, both be working to help each other become, like, the best versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a really healthy thing in a relationship, but it's another thing to completely put a mask yeah. over who you are and things like that yeah I agree with you of that's not being fair to you because I think we've all been in a group of people where you don't feel like you can be your most authentic self and that's just not first of all I think that takes a lot of energy out of me Mm -hmm. and also like it's not fun yeah usually I try not to surround myself with people that I feel that way around yeah it's definitely so draining when you're trying to because I feel Mm -hmm. like then it's just so much easier to become more anxious about situations because mm-hmm. then I feel like there's insecurities that might come out like oh what if they do see this side of me or that sort of thing but again we've talked about this before like you want to surround yourself with people that are good for you and yeah you know that you can be true with mm-hmm. um so yeah I think that's a really good point yeah okay what about if you want different things yeah this one is big for me I say it's not probably not a healthy relation I mean Mm -hmm. maybe healthy is not the right word but I don't think it's the right relationship to be in Mm -hmm. um because when you're in a relationship with somebody and especially when you get married you should be a team and you should be working towards the same end goals yeah yeah and like if you are going towards one goal and your partner's going towards another goal Mm -hmm. I feel like that would just be so exhausting because then it's like well what are we doing in this relationship if we're not working together Mm -hmm. to build this life together um and like wanting kids is a really good example yeah where you know if you really want kids and your partner doesn't want kids and you're both just like well we'll just like keep on having this relationship and just kind of see where it goes that's a really big thing to give up on or even to compromise on you can't really compromise on that yeah and so like you don't want to just continue on with that relationship knowing that you guys are want completely different things and then look back in life and you know maybe the relationship doesn't work out later on you look back and you're like okay well I knew this the whole time Mm -hmm. and now I just wasted all this time with this person when we knew we didn't have the same goal in the beginning so it's like what are we doing and I think that's an important thing like you have to be able to communicate and talk about those things and be able to like you know yeah come to a common ground on it yeah yeah I think it has to be like if you 
want different things and they're things you can't compromise on. Like if one person wants to live in Arizona and the other person wants to live in Minnesota mm-hmm. or kids or one person loves traveling and the other person's a homebody, like things that you can't find a middle ground on, it's not fair to either of you to stay in that relationship and Ultimately, I don't think you would be happy if you continued in that relationship. So Mm -hmm. if it's really big things or you can't compromise on it, yes, I think that's a reason to break up. Yeah, and that can be a hard one too because like everything else about that person could be, you know, quote unquote perfect for you. But when there's a one big thing like this, you know, it you sometimes just can't work away around it, you know? Yeah. Um, the next one is they have red flags. They have a couple of red flags. Yeah. Well, okay. I would like to define a red flag and a pink flag. Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Before answering. So like a pink flag is like something that's annoying and like we all have pink flags and you just like kind of learn to accept someone's pink flags, right? Like I'm trying to think of a good example, like leaving the toilet seat up right? That's annoying, but it's a pink flag. Like I'll get past it. But in my mind, a red flag is like a really big deal. Like they're mean to their parents or like something that you can't change about them. And it's not a good personality trait. Mm -hmm. And if you're seeing something as a red flag, then break up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These ones are hard to like because especially when you're in that starting phase of a relationship, you could see something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, they like said something that wasn't super nice to that waiter or waitress. Yeah. But maybe they didn't mean it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you might not know. You might be like, oh, they might just like have a, a quirk in how they communicate with people they don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. But then over time, if it becomes repetitive and you see it over and over again, you know, you're going to be able to define what a pink flag is versus what a red flag is. Right. And... This is the other thing, too, that I think we can talk about. Like, I I feel like in relationships, especially in new relationships, it's so easy to put the blinders on mm-hmm. and not, like, allow yourself to be like, okay, this actually isn't good. Like, this isn't a good trait yeah. to have. This isn't a good trait for a person to have that I am with, you know, and different things like that. And I think it's just really trying to figure out how to get to the root of, okay, what does this mean? What is yeah. this going to do? Like, is this a big enough issue that we can maybe work through or I can talk to them about and communicate mm-hmm. with them about? Or is this something that is never going to change? They can't control it. And I yeah. really just need to rip the bandit off and walk away from this. Yeah. And I think like having the conversation with them and then seeing how they react would tell you a lot. Like if you sat down with them and said, when we go out to eat, sometimes you can be really rude to the waiters and it makes me feel really uncomfortable and X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't have to be nice to them. They're the one serving me. Yep. Like, okay, that tells you a lot about that. Does that does tell you a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if they're like, oh, shoot, I didn't even realize. Like, what did I say that exactly. came across that way? Like, that's two completely mm-hmm. different things and i think this actually leads us right into our next segment where okay really quick before we do that just to stay with red flags yeah so i'm gonna keep this really vague so the person i'm talking about like doesn't know but 
I was talking to somebody and they their friend is starting to see someone and their friend really, really likes this person. They're like, I think this person's the one. I love him. He's so amazing. But the other friends all see tons of red flags, but they don't mm. want to tell her because she's so happy. Mm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a really tough one. I know. See, like, I feel like with you, I would for sure tell you. Yeah. But that's I have... what I was thinking, too. I was like, it, like, friends should tell friends that, like, mm-hmm. they should be honest, no matter, like, how head over heels. Yeah. But I think it can be hard if you're the person so in love and you're like, they're the one for me. Like, it can be hard to see what your friends are saying. Mm-hmm. And then it can hurt your friendship. Yeah. But, like, know. that's part of what friendship is. And I feel like you yeah. and I have always been so open about this. If, like, mm-hmm. this is how we define, like, friendship in general. But also our friendship is just, like, being honest and so transparent with each other that, yes. you know... You would hope that she'd want her friend's honesty. Yeah, <laughs> no right. matter how much it sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oof, that's yeah. such a tough situation. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it works out though. In yes. the end. Okay, should we move into our next segment? Yes. How we can try to resolve some issues or like work through the things that mm-hmm. are factors coming up on whether or not we should break up. Yeah. Do you want to do the first one? Okay. The first one is just communicate the problem. Kind of what mm-hmm. we were saying with the red flags. Like, communicate it first. Um, set time aside to genuinely talk through what the issue may be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, if I had to say, like, one top strength Alex and I have in our relationship, I would say communication. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, with him, I never let things fester and sit like honestly the second he does something (laughs) (laughs) i like tell him but we always have very respectful conversations where both of us are heard Mm -hmm. and we come to like we resolve things and i feel like it's because we communicate problems right away yeah and that's such an important quality or trait to have in a relationship Mm -hmm. because i truly believe without communication the relationship is gonna go nowhere you know like you really have to like not just talk about the little things but i feel like you really truly have to understand the other person Mm -hmm. so you can understand why they operate the way that they do why Mm -hmm. they think the way that they do why they react in the way that they do because Mm -hmm. you know you weren't raised the same way that your partner was raised and you haven't gone through the same situations that they've gone through and I think the only way that you can truly like bridge that gap and work through things is communication like you just have to be able to like talk it through or like however you and your partner communicate the best like you have to yeah do that you know um question for you on this one um if you and like i'm not saying if you but i'm saying like in general like if somebody Mm -hmm. was in a relationship and they felt like they couldn't communicate with their partner what would you do what would your advice be for that like a breakup or not is that the question yeah or like how to resolve it yeah if you don't feel like you can communicate with your partner like maybe they get really 
upset when you try to come to them with things or they deflect or they turn it back on you like that to me would be a reason to leave Mm -hmm. because you have to communicate so much in a relationship especially if you are married or living together now not only do you have your relationship but you have finances and groceries Mm -hmm. and household tasks and then if you want kids together you have to add in all of those Mm -hmm. things and all the things to communicate on that and if you don't feel like you can communicate with that person then I Mm -hmm. don't think you could keep being in a relationship yeah I agree yeah I agree a lot um the next piece of advice that we have is also don't try to keep score with a person mm-hmm. if you are like working through solving a problem like oh i did this three times today to try to help our relationship and you only did it once today mm-hmm. like you know um because in a relationship it's not you versus them it really has to be you mm-hmm. guys as a team working towards the same goal and that relates to communication so much yeah um but i think it's so easy to do that especially in the world that we live in today i feel like everybody's just constantly in competition Mm -hmm. with one another and you have to be super careful not to let that leak into your relationship as well yeah i feel like i've caught myself doing this on small scale things like I'll be vacuuming and I'll be like, man, I can't think of the last time that guy picked up a vacuum. But when I catch myself... I have absolutely done that before too. Hands up, me too. Um, But when I catch myself doing that, I will name all of the amazing things Alex does do around the house and all of the things that I don't have to do because he does them. And I feel like that helps me quickly put myself in place and be like oh yeah you're so far off right now (laughs) I feel like every relationship though does that like no matter Mm -hmm. what it is like I feel like it's like I said it's so easy to fall into that trap and it's just Mm -hmm. like first of all like acknowledging it is the first thing like realizing okay I am putting us against each other and I shouldn't do that and Mm -hmm. I really like what you just said where it's like okay here's what I did but then they also do all these really great things too and it evens the playing field but it it shouldn't even be a playing field so pretend I didn't say that (laughs) no but I totally get what you're saying but like when you take that step back you remind yourself oh yeah at the end of the day we are both just trying to keep this house from burning down and (laughs) if we both are doing a little bit here and there it will not we'll be good we Mm -hmm. won't burn down (laughs) yes um well cool we have a couple of advice write-ins so should we read the first one and see what our thoughts are yeah cool do you want to read the first one yes okay this is a long one so buckle up buckle up everybody my 23 fiance oh sorry she's i think it's supposed to say me she's 23 her fiance is 33 got engaged a few weeks ago after dating for a year and four months He is a nurse, so gets pretty busy while I am a law student and used to be a part-time model. Here is the problem. Whenever I drive to meet his friends or family, he always wants me to keep what I study under wraps and not tell anyone, as apparently what you study makes me seem unmanly. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means. 
He also has a problem that I used to model. Apparently, I was showing myself to the world when I know for a fact he approached me because he liked my appearance. So whenever we go to a family getup, he tells me to dress down. Recently, it was his birthday and he threw a huge party at his parents' house. He invited some of his friends, his family, and me. Its theme was formal, so I dressed up in a simple, tight black dress and went to the party with his present. Throughout the party, he was glaring at me, saying I was overdressed. But the last straw was when one of his friends tried to kiss me out of the blue. I pushed him away as soon as he leaned in for it. Needless to say, the party ended shortly after that, and when I was leaving, my fiancé told me I was asking for it. Oh, yuck. Hmm. And that made me snap. We got into a big fight, and I threatened to break it off. When I left, he texted me saying he's willing to give me another chance as he doesn't want to let me go. I am seriously considering ending it for good. I feel like this guy has plenty of red flags Mm -hmm. just hearing what this girl's got to say. The biggest thing that stands out was at the end texted me saying he's willing to give me another uh, chance that's like what it's her I fault thought. seriously come on yeah no my big red flags with him are how controlling he seems like absolutely you can't yeah. tell your fam you can't tell anyone about what you're studying because it's gonna make me look bad instead of being like hey look at my awesome fiance and how smart yeah. she is right okay second controlling thing is like telling her how to dress yeah dude your fiance is hot show her off yeah like, <laughs> sorry yeah and like sucks for you that she's good looking <laughs> yeah basically like a shame like making her feel ashamed that she was a model which like um yeah that's, that's a pretty cool thing mm-hmm. and then for his friend to try to kiss her Mm-hmm. She pushes him away, and then to tell her that she was asking for it based off of what, how she was dressed. That's disgusting. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. No. Mm-hmm. I think this guy no longer deserves an engagement. No. And needs to go back to the drawing board on mm-hmm. his personality. Yeah. I think she, if and when she leaves, give it a little time, and then the rose-colored glasses are just going to shatter, and she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, yeah. why did I put up with all of that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. He, he sounds very like, insecure. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, this is a lot of stuff that I feel like you'd want to brag about your partner. Yes, about, right? Like, they're so smart, they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. all this other stuff, and everything is... Yeah, you're right. Like an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one. My boyfriend and I have been together for six years now, and for the most part, it's been really good. He is my first ever relationship, and he was my first kiss. I am 22 now, and I'm getting really weird vibes from him lately. We used to talk for hours on end, and now we barely talk for 15 minutes length in time. Oh. We go to the same college, so we see each other every other day, but it's not the same as spending time with each other. We haven't been out on a date in two months since we've both been really busy with school stuff. So recently, I tried to suggest that we make time for it, and he told me he would think about it. Mm. I'm worried he's distancing himself from me. Am I overanalyzing the situation? No, girl. He's distancing himself from you. Absolutely. I feel like just because we've 
got out of college not that long ago Mm -hmm. you just see this all the time like people who have been in relationships for really long Mm times and then all of a sudden they get to college and it's like things just change you know yeah because I feel like especially in your early 20s you're really figuring out who you are especially when Mm -hmm. you're in college and it's so easy for people just to change so yeah but he is being a jerk and if he wants to break up yeah. he should tell you that but you're not overanalyzing things if your boyfriend's not hanging out with you for more than 15 minutes at a time and said we'll see about a date and yuck you've been dating for six years i feel like especially yeah. since you've been dating for six years like mm-hmm. i'd be like what's this about why think yeah. about what <laughs> right so yeah definitely break up I feel like all of these, I'm like, break up. Yeah, end it. Move on, sister. (laughs) When really, like, if this was my life and some person on a podcast (laughs) was like, break up, I'd be like, um. (laughs) Well, but listen to all these other things. (laughs) But actually, if you're writing in and you are feeling, like, if you have to go ask the internet, don't you feel like maybe your answer is kind of already there? Yeah, that's like taking off the blinders again and Mm -hmm. realizing probably not good if I have to go out and ask. So this, I feel like we've talked about this before and I'm sure we have, but if you're like uneasy about Mm -hmm. a relationship, like if a relationship you're in isn't easy, Mm -hmm. and I mean like every single thing seems to be a task or seems to be a chore, Mm -hmm. you have to rethink it. Because when it's the right relationship with a significant other or even just a friendship, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be forced. You should be able just to be together and be happy. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, like things are going to come up that you'll have to work through, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't have to force the entire relationship. Example A. When Alyssa and I lived together, it was so fun cleaning the house. We would blast <laughs> tunes. We would, like, make it this whole fun thing, okay? And, and when is cleaning the house ever fun? Exactly. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I don't really always love going to run errands, but, like, if Alex and I are running errands together, it's kind of fun. So fun. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. Like, it shouldn't be a drag. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one. I am an 18-year-old female and have been with my 18-year-old boyfriend for almost two years now. We live together and I am financially dependent on him, but not so dependent that I couldn't leave because of it. I have family I can fall back on, and we spend every day together. Ever since the first few months of our relationship, there was always there's always been a problem that caused so much conflict in our relationship. Most times when we argue, my boyfriend would feel triggered by my crying and distress and being and begin to get mean he has called me every name under the sun and has also insulted my family and friends on multiple occasions on another note we live in a small town about an hour away from the city that my family and friends live in this became a problem because every time i try to make plans with my friends he starts an argument if he can't come then he gets upset and argues with me until i feel so bad that i can't even go because i fear for my relationship I want to say that although these things sound bad, it isn't always like this. He is a general, gen, sorry, generally kind and rational person, but he has been through a lot of trauma and such that causes him to be abusive at times. 
I'm not a saint either. I have yelled back at him in frustration, said mean comments, and I am impossible to communicate with because I go nonverbal and anxious as soon as he says something is wrong. There have been a handful of times where he has completely lost his temper and put his hands on me. He would try to pick me up and throw me out of the apartment. Honestly, I'm starting to wake up feeling like I wish this could just be over, but I'm scared to break up with him because every time I have tried, I always end up saying because I feel guilty. Okay. A lot to unravel there. Mm-hmm. My first thing is this is a very toxic relationship. Yeah. And like, yes, she says he's generally kind and rational. Mm-hmm but has lots of trauma that's causing him to act out in this way, that's not mm-hmm. okay. You no. should never be worried. You should never feel like somebody, n- nobody should, like your significant no. other should never call you names, should never put their hands on no. you. No, no. Um, I think in this situation, since they're both so young mm-hmm. and one's financially dependent on the other, they're living together. I think this is one of those situations where, people are trying to grow up together and maybe mm-hmm. become codependent on one another and not sure what the mm-hmm. world looks like outside of this but i think the healthiest thing would be split ways both like figure out who you are work mm-hmm. through your individual problems that you need to like grow through and heal from mm-hmm. and if it's meant to be you'll get back together if not right you're going to be better off for it it sounds just so toxic and abusive and it makes me very, very sad for her because she's just making excuses for him. And she's putting a lot of it back on herself. Like, oh, well, I like I feel yeah. guilty leaving. And so honestly, I feel like she should call up a family member. And when he's at work or something, pack up your things. Have yeah. your family member pick you up. And normally a breakup over text or phone call is not the answer. But in, in this, this situation, situation, I think that mm-hmm. is the only way you could leave safely. Yeah, I completely agree. And you can't feel guilty about it because mm-hmm. you're doing what's best for you. Yeah. And I also think to be 18 and like be financially dependent on somebody that is yeah. not your family member is not a healthy way no. to start adulthood. Like you no. need to figure that out, stuff out on your own and like have your family help with that. And I'm also wondering like, is she dependent on him by her choice or his choice? Because yeah, if a good he call out. is like, you don't work, like, I'll take care of us, that can be a really controlling thing. Yeah. Um, and based off of the other things that she's shared, I wouldn't be surprised if mm-hmm. that is the reason why she doesn't work. Yeah. No, that's a very toxic relationship mm-hmm. that got to get out of yeah. ASAP. Okay, let's do this next one, which is the last one. All right. So, I have been dating this guy that I went to school with for the past five months, and he has been really sweet, caring, and loving to me. When we first started talking, he did mention extensively that he had a past relationship with a girl in his class, which lasted four years. Their breakup was very sad for the both of them, but now she is happily dating another guy, and he is in a relationship with me. Everything is fine in our relationship, but there is one thing which has bothered me so much. It is when he sometimes mentioned his past relationship or his ex's name. Don't get me wrong, I have no issues with her as it was a relationship which has now ended and I have nothing against her. But the thing is, he still is friends with her and continues to talk with her. 
He sometimes mentions her in conversation, but what really struck me is when he asked me the other day that you wouldn't mind if I went and met up with her and my friends when she was back in the state, right? Because you don't, if you, because if you have a problem with it, I would avoid it. My first reaction was shock. I am not someone who curbs my significant other's friend circle, but then I said that if he goes with friends, I don't mind it, but meeting her alone would, yes, bother me. It just makes me really, really uncomfortable. There was another thing which happened last month I accidentally noticed when he wrote a poem for her on her recent social media post. Her profile is public, and that was really shocking to me. Um, I told him, and his defense was that he did this with all of his friends, which is true. He does write poems, but I haven't seen him post any on his friends' posts. It's just that him being friends with his ex really bothers me and makes me super uncomfortable. But I am also not the kind of person to ask him to stop talking to her because I cannot dictate his life. It feels like the easiest thing to do would just end the relationship altogether. Yeah, I think dating someone for four years is a very long time. And Mm -hmm. in that time, you guys were best friends. Mm -hmm. And it is very hard to like cut that person out cold turkey Absolutely. so to me it just seems like he's maybe not ready to be in a relationship and mm-hmm. that sucks because he does have these great qualities of being caring and loving and sweet mm-hmm. but it's not healthy to still have that girl there mm-hmm. absolutely and i it's nothing that this girl has done wrong like you mm-hmm. can do nothing wrong and you could start seeing somebody who's still just hasn't been able to move on from their past relationship and that's Mm -hmm. not your fault that's something that they have to work on um and I think the best thing to do with like I I I I just am somebody who I if you if your significant other well let's just say it this way if my significant other had a relationship in the past and like continue Mm -hmm. to communicate with the person I wouldn't be very happy about it. I no. don't like that. I don't think it's very appropriate. I don't see why you have to continue to communicate with them. Um, and I think especially when you're in school or you're younger, you have the same friend groups and it's really hard mm-hmm. to cut ties like that. But I think it's really important that you do so you can actually move on mm-hmm. versus being stuck. I don't know. Yeah. Like you just, you can't, like you said, you can't just cut ties and yeah you know like drop feelings and drop emotions and drop caring for somebody just like that that's not how it works yeah especially it sounds like it was a really hard breakup for them so it could have been just what we were talking about earlier maybe they don't want the same things in life Mm -hmm. so they still might truly love each other and it just doesn't sound like his heart is ready to love another person yeah yet that doesn't mean that he won't get there but i think right now he just needs time to figure things out yeah and it's only been what did they say it's only been five months mm-hmm. or wait no it says five minutes that they've, they've been, been together, together for five months but we don't know how long right. the relationship ended ago and i think however long that is like that can be really telling too like if mm-hmm. they dated for four years but that was two years ago yeah like they just need to stop being i don't know they should probably yeah. stop being friends at this point if they still can't drop it. Mm-hmm. But if it was five, like they've been together for five months and they maybe stopped dating seven months ago, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that is really soon. Like you can't, and if they're continuing to talk, you can't just drop. Yeah. And 
you don't need to get in a love triangle or something yeah. messy. So, yeah, it's better just to, unfortunately, you know, if you can't like talk through it and find, mm-hmm. I don't even know, like a good compromise, like in my, <laughs> this is so bad, but like, I would just say it's, you have to pick one or the other. You yeah. can't continue to be friends with one of your exes, but. Right. And it sucks. Cause like she even says she doesn't want to control his friendships, but yeah. it sounds like she wants him to pick. Stop Which hanging I, out like, with her. Which I, like, again, yeah. I, I would agree with. I just don't think it's ever a good idea. Because there's still, like, there's so much temptation there. Mm-hmm. And I think in a relationship, you should just cut all the temptation out. Like, yeah. there shouldn't be any there. Yeah. Know? Totally agree. Yeah. Well, we would love to do advice stories from you guys. So, if you ever want advice on anything... We would love to make that a podcast episode, so send it in to us on Instagram at Kitchen Counter Talks Pod. And if you've been a longtime listener, we would love for you to write us a review or rate us on whatever podcast streaming service you're using. Yes. Yes. Because Please. 2023 is the year of Kitchen Counter Talks, so it is. Yeah. let's just get this bad boy out there. Yeah. We've <laughs> got friends, too. If yeah. you're listening, you've got friends, let us know. I, or let them know. <laughs> let, <laughs> let us know that you have let friends. Let us know that you have friends. <laughs> but let them know because yes. we think of listeners as friends, not listeners. So yes. invite your friends to come hang out with us too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. And we will see you next week on The Kitchen Counter. Bye. Bye.